Hey, welcome again to Wednesdays in the Word. Again, this is Dr. Stan, and we just are honored to be able to present you principles from the Word of God that hopefully you can apply to your life and make your day go a little bit better, especially in these crazy times. Hey, if you want to learn more about us, remember we're at vision.edu. For those that want to study and really equip themselves for areas of leadership and ministry, uh, we also have booksbyvision.org, all of our materials out there, and then drstandecoven.com if you just want to get a hold of me or learn some more about what I'm doing. Hey, welcome to our next session on That's the Kingdom of God and, and Leadership Within the Kingdom. You know, as leaders, um, and especially I think when I'm thinking about spiritual leaders, and we can talk about fivefold ministry and apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. But, you know, all of those, we're all equippers, and we really want God's people to come into the fullness of their calling and purpose so that they live life according to the grace of God within them. We've talked a bit about, you know, righteousness, right thinking, and that's really part of the kingdom, is to be able to make sure that your mind lines up with the truth of God's Word. And that's Sometimes easier said than done, but as leaders, what we want is for people to, to live right, to live a life of integrity uh, in, in light of the truth of God's Word. But you know, we also want people to enjoy the very thing that Jesus said He was, which is peace. He's the Prince of Peace. I like in Romans chapter you know, 14, verse 27, He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you, let not your heart be troubled, neither be fearful. You know, there's a lot of fearful things that we're facing in the world today. From pandemics to political craziness to political correctness. All kinds of things that we face. And wars and rumors of wars and disasters of all different kinds, there are troubles. And Jesus, of course, said there will be trouble. In this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. In other words, have the peace of God, have the joy of the Lord, because no matter what happens, God can help us by His grace to, to overcome. So I want to talk about a little bit about peace and as leaders helping our congregations and our the, the places where we lead to experience the peace of God. So uh, I, I like this quote, peace, like every other rare and precious thing, doesn't come to you. You have to go and get it, faith foresight. Peace is not the absence of conflict from life. It's the ability to cope with it. And of course, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are you who make peace, who help people come into the place of peace in their life. Now, I've, I'm, I know there's lots of things in this world that can rob you of peace. <laughs> Sometimes you happen to be married to someone that can rob you of your peace. So you have to learn how to be a peacemaker, not just a peacekeeper. And a lot of times we try and keep the peace by not confronting things, not dealing with issues in life, but really a peacemaker is willing to face conflict, recognize that trouble comes, but is, is able to take acts of courage, which is, you know, really, we're all going to experience fear. Everybody experiences fear. Courage is acting in a responsible way in light of or in spite of the fear. 
And so, you know, I, I believe that Jesus, I mean, he said many times, be not afraid, be at peace. Because peace and possessing our peace is so vitally important. Now, you know, peace comes to us. Uh, I love what it talks about in Isaiah and other places because we've been, we've been pardoned. Isn't it good to know that there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus? I love that. I love the fact that we don't have to worry about our eternity because eternity has been taken care of for us through Christ's cross, His death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and enthronement. Hallelujah. We can know beyond shadow of doubt that our sin is forgiven. We've been pardoned. Even though we deserve punishment, we've received pardon. And for that, we can take a nice, big, hallelujah, deep breath. We've been pardoned and thus brought into freedom in Christ. You know, it's, it is something, it talks about in Colossians 1, 20, 27. It's something that we have to possess. We have to take a hold of it. Sometimes we even have to fight for it. There may be people in your life that steal your peace. Well, you know, I mean, we love everybody, but we don't have to walk with everybody. We don't have to, in that sense, tolerate everybody. You know, just because someone is having a problem doesn't mean it has to become your crisis. And leaders, we have to recognize that, 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 you know, a lot of people want to have their own personal pastor. And they think that we're on call 24-7, that we don't have families, we don't have lives to, leave, to live. Well, the fact is we do. And we have to learn to set healthy boundaries. One of the things that I find where you can find peace is you've got to have the ability to say no. The word no is really a great word. You know, toddlers have no trouble using it. But as adults sometimes, and especially those of us that are in service, and we want to minister to people, and we want to help people, we do. But sometimes the best thing you can say to them is, no, I don't have time right now, but I might have time tomorrow. Or I can't stop and, and give you what you need right this moment. But, 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 there's no buts about it. I said, no, and you can say no nicely. You can even say no politely. You can even say, oh, I'm so sorry, but I can't. However you need to couch it, sometimes you just need to say no. And you must learn to possess your peace. Our peace comes because of all that Christ has done for us. Isaiah 46.10 talks about all the, the wonderful things that God will do for us as we are a part of His kingdom. You know, really, peace comes also as we submit. We really submit to God, to the Lordship of Christ. You know, when you get up in the morning, you can start the day with, Good Lord, it's morning, or Good morning, Lord. You can start the day by determining what you're going to do, or Lord, I thank you that together uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We can start with an attitude of gratitude, or we can be moaning, groaning, whining, complaining. I mean, the older you get, the more aches and pains you're going to have when you wake up in the morning. What does that mean? It just means you've lived long enough to hopefully know a few things, maybe even gain some wisdom, and you might even be a greater help to people because of that. 
So each day we, we possess our peace and we choose to be grateful and walk in that peace because it is something that ultimately we have to pursue. Real joy uh, is what we're going to get to in our next session. But peace is really in many ways the foundation for joy. Now again, think about it this way. We may do a frantic job of finding just the right presence for Christmas morning. And it may have been a very hectic scene. And it may even be somewhat hectic the first thing in the morning when you get up and the kids are, are there and they want to open presents. But normally in, the, in that relaxed atmosphere, in that place of peace, what emerges from that is the joy that God wants for us. Peace is so important. Now again, if you're not living a, a, a right life, it's going to be pretty hard to be at peace. If you're lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, conning, or anything else like that, if you're not living a life of integrity, if you're not living according to the principles of God's Word, it's very difficult to live a life of peace or to possess that peace or to pursue that peace. But if you're living right to the best of your ability, you can rest assured that God is with you. You know, part of really experiencing the peace of God is practicing being in His presence. I love what it says in the 23rd Psalm, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's great, but you prepare a table before me for me in the presence of my enemies. And I, I, I get this picture when I read that and think about that passage of Scripture of, of this beautiful, incredible banqueting table. you got all your friends and family sitting around it. And all around the periphery of the table, demons are yelling and screaming and cussing and people want to yell and hurt you. And, but the fact is, you don't even pay attention. You don't even notice them because... The Lord is at your table and all is well. You know, in His presence is the fullness of joy. In His presence is where you find His peace. And it's something that every day as leaders, we have to practice really being in His presence. That's why our time of reading the Word, our time of prayer, our willingness to follow those spiritual disciplines are so, so very important. So we got uh, another session, I don't know, maybe it'll end up being two, where I'm not sure, but more on the kingdom in our next session.